You know, when I look around at all the entrepreneurs who are grinding it out, spending 70 to 80 hours per week growing their business, you have to ask yourself the question, at what cost? Hi, my name is Tim Uchuk, and in this podcast, we're going to be exploring the tools, tactics, and strategies for crushing it and scaling your business without making the ultimate sacrifice of your time and freedom. Hey, what's up, everyone? Team Chuck here. It is uh, Monday at the time of this recording, and it's actually a holiday here in Canada. We have our Canadian Thanksgiving a couple weeks ahead of the American Thanksgiving, and so yesterday we went to our friend's farm. They have this massive uh, pumpkin fest every year before Halloween on the weekends, and it is uh, they get like thirty thousand people. It's it's a big deal. So they had like this uh, petting zoo and slides and. Hay rides. There was a trebuchet. There was a corn cannon where you actually got to shoot uh, corn out of the cannon. So our kids had a blast, uh, and then we had Thanksgiving dinner there uh, last night. And so today is actually technically a holiday here in Canada, but um, I'm doing a little bit of work here just to get prepped for the week ahead. Um, we had our uh, our fiscal year end was September, so we're just getting everything launched for annual planning for the year ahead and. A lot of projects where we just want to get the airplane off the runway and, and get some some good momentum early in the quarter. So this episode, I wanted to share with you guys, um, especially at the start of the quarter. It for me, I usually feel a little bit more overwhelmed because I focus really heavily on the planning. Um, because once that's in place and set and locked in, um, it's just a matter of executing, and and we have a way to track and measure that. So it's less daunting for me. Um, you know, once the quarter is underway, but especially the start of the year, there's just a lot of moving parts and planning to, to see, you know, what direction we're wanting to take things, you know, across all the departments and teams. Um, so what I wanted to share with you was, um, I feel like there's a big mountain of stuff on my plate and you probably in your business sometimes feel the same way. And a lot of, uh, a lot of people that I talk to in their businesses, they, they almost dread Sundays because they realize it's just one day away from, from Monday. <clears throat> And so all this stuff starts creeping into their head in terms of what needs to be done. And as a result, they just don't enjoy their, their Sunday at all. So I want to um, I want to share a strategy with you. It's actually six steps that if you follow, you can set your, your week up for success. And you can clear your brain so you can actually enjoy your weekend if you do these, do these six things. And I'm going to walk you through them. And so, again, what we're, what we're solving for is just that, that fear and that dread on a Sunday, all that stuff that is, is just consuming your brain and you can't focus, you can't enjoy your family, you can't enjoy your free time because you're just kind of, there's a countdown clock <laughs> going on. Um, and so here's, here's what I recommend you do. And um, in terms of timing, if you can do this, you know, in advance, um, you know, in my calendar, for example, every, every day I have at the end of the day, right before bed, it says there's a reminder to plan tomorrow today, plan tomorrow today. So that when I wake up, I don't have to think about this stuff. I can, I can go to sleep, rest easily, knowing that my day, my next day is, is, um, planned. It's laid out in terms of my priorities and all that kind of stuff. So for this, it's, it's similar to that. The only difference is that we're, um, we're setting your, your weekend up for success because you're, we're going to set the, the following week up in such a way that you're able to, to really take care of those, those things that might be causing you stress and overwhelm. So here's the six steps. Timing-wise, I recommend you do it on Friday so you can actually enjoy the weekend. But um, step number one, 
is all the stuff that's that's in your brain is is floating around and it's it's typically frustrating because you haven't captured it in, in a meaningful way. Once it's captured, once it's out of your brain and organized, you can actually um, be at peace because you know it's it's just put in its place and you don't have to store it in your brain anymore. So step one, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, you know, piece of paper, a notebook. And the first thing we're going to do here is get the pile out of your head. So think of a big pile of frustration, right? Everything that's that's floating around in your head in terms of looming, you know, taxes, um, hires to be made, training, maybe collections on your on your receivables, um, outstanding paperwork piling up on your desk, um, mistakes that were made by team members. Get all that stuff out of your head. So the first thing we're going to do is purge it from your head. You're going to write it down, write down an exhaustive list, set a timer five minutes and just get everything out of your head. That's step one. So this in and of itself, if you just stopped at step one, is going to be extremely cathartic because you've, you've gotten it out of your head, you've captured it, you've articulated it. And so step one is going to be really, really helpful. But step two, the next thing we want to do is we want to separate that pile in two. We want to divide it in, in two. And the two different piles that you're going to create are uh, within the scope of your control and outside of your scope of control, okay? This is really, really important because a lot of us waste a lot of energy and attention on things that we just can't control. And, you know, if you, by their, the very nature of their definition, you can't do anything about them. And so what I want you to do in, in terms of separating piles is just to cross out, cross out everything in that list that is outside of the scope of your control. So for example, the weather, we can't control it. And I know a lot of my clients are weather dependent in terms of, you know, what they can do. So if it's weather related, that's an example, cross it out. Um, any time related situations that, you know, maybe you've got a looming deadline and, but you can't do anything if it's six months down the road, et cetera, cross it out. So anything you can't actually take action on, and I'm going to define it as, as this week. Let's say you can't take action on it this week, this week ahead, cross it out. Okay. Anything out of your scope of control. So that's going to give you two piles, right? The pile that's remaining is everything that is within your, your scope of control. Okay. So step three is what we want to do. And I've talked about this many, many times is it's a, it's a bit of a, a hack when it comes to um, identifying what is causing procrastination. And, and the stuff that we procrastinate on is typically the stuff that gives us the greatest sense of guilt. This is the stuff that gives you that, that migraine headache or that, that pain in the back of your neck is the stuff that you're putting off, you feel guilty, right? And so what you want to do is rank them in order of least desirable to most most desirable. And I've talked about it. It's called the pre-mac principle, right? And what we're setting up, um, just a little, little tip here, is as you check things off from least desirable to most desirable, you're increasingly rewarded, right? Because you're knocking the, the biggest frustrations off one at a time. And the stuff that you have left on your list is getting more and more desirable. So that's going to reinforce and almost create a flywheel as, as you get through this stuff. So step three, and I recommend rather than you might have like 10, 15 things, just grab the first three for now. If you're, if you're kind of overwhelmed with that, just pick three, pick the top three. And so with that, put a star next to them, pick the top three. You've got your number one with the star should be the least desirable, the least desirable, and then number two, the second least desirable, and so on. Okay, so number four, once you've completed the ranking of the uh, the top three least desirable, I want you to write down the smallest, really, really, really small, next action, next to the top three. 
So what is the smallest thing that you can do to move the ball down the field within the next week? I want you to write that thing next to those three items that are least desirable. Just write down the smallest thing. Not It's got to be small. can't be big because if it's too big, you're going to push it off and procrastinate. So make it really, really small. It could be to meet with a team member. It could be just to block 30 minutes and meet with a team member. It could be to draft a job description. Something really small. Okay, so step five, once you have those action items and they're written, there's a verb next to them, there's an action word. They're very specific and clear what it is you need to do next. Open up your calendar, look at it, and block off three segments within the week ahead and write those actions right in your calendar. Now, these are mini contracts, and by writing them and putting them in your calendar, think of them as a contract with yourself for you to block out time, get these things done. This is going to be sacred time for you. So don't write you know, vague, um, without action words, without verbs, subjects. You want to write exactly what you are doing so when you look at it in a day or two days or three days, you know exactly when you read it what needs to be done. Write it very clearly, very clearly. Okay, so the last step, which is really, really helpful. This is a hack that I use often and, um, you know, <laughs> we, we have so much stuff going on and across my businesses and um, I'm in the midst of releasing an entire training on, on lead generation and then setting up a sales and marketing system within your business to automate it and, and leverage Facebook ads and, and automations and email marketing, all that kind of stuff. It's, it's a behemoth. And I, um, so my anchor, what I'm talking about is, is anchoring these things that you don't really like doing to a reward, anchor them to reward. So for the marketing, um, training, which is ridiculously big in terms of pulling it all together, I have a, I grabbed a really nice bottle of wine, um, geez, three months ago. I grabbed a really nice bottle of wine. I've been looking at it and I've wanted to open it up a couple nights <laughs> with my wife because we didn't have any wine kicking around that we wanted to open. So I've been looking at this thing and I have, um, I've resisted. And so, you know, delaying that gratification, having a reward, something that you can look forward to. And then when you actually complete it, I want you to reward yourself. It doesn't need to be crazy too. It, it can be, um, you know, go to a, go for a massage or, you know, go out for a nice dinner with, with your partner. Could be anything. Think of a reward, write it down. And this is going to be how you reward yourself once you knock off these three little items and make them realistic that you can actually accomplish them over the next week. And so if you do this, if you lock these things into your calendar, you've already captured all the stuff that's in your brain. So even if you get through step one, you're going to be well ahead of the race. If you can do this on a Friday before the next week, I guarantee your, your weekend's going to be much, much better. You'll be able to enjoy your Sunday and you already have your, your top priorities to, to knock off. And the, uh, the following week, you've done a lot of the heavy lifting. Tackle the next three uh, items on the list and or the next three action items on those top three so you can actually... I talk very often about minimizing your work in process. So if you can close the loop over the coming weeks and get these these three things actually done off your off your list, you're going to feel so much better. Um, so try these things. I would love to hear how this goes, by the way. So if you can give me feedback in any way through, um, you know, Simplify to Multiply, either on my Facebook page or in Instagram. I don't know if you can comment through, uh, there might be a link here to comment as well, but any feedback, I would I would absolutely love it. Um, you can even email me at uh, tim, T-I-M, at timuchuk.com, T-I-M-Y-E-W-C-H-U-K.com. I would love to hear your feedback, and I would love to hear how this, how this works for you. Anyways, 
happy week ahead if you're listening to this, um, you know, the start of a week. If it's midweek, no reason you can't do it on a, on a Tuesday, Wednesday as well. So anyways, hope that was useful. Um, enjoy the rest of your day and I will talk to you soon. Hey, Tim Uchuk here. And real quick, if you enjoyed this podcast episode, if you could take a couple quick seconds to give it a rating, it would be very much appreciated. And secondly, if you're looking for more tools and strategies on how you can crush it in life and business, just head on over to bookwithtim.com where I've put together a free case study which shows you how to unlock unprecedented freedom today by using the two power levers. Just head on over to bookwithtim.com. Until next time, wishing you success and freedom in your business. Cheers.